What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Blog Talk Radio. in the pop. <laughs> we gonna have a good time tonight in the chat room, y'all. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Let's Chat. I am Miss Felicia. You know I got my right hand and half the time, y'all, I'm just gonna tell you, child, she is my left hand, the fabulous Miss Tony. We are talking that talk about fit and spin. Mm, now, at least you know we don't usually get into the topic of the show until we on air to keep that authenticity real. But some things went through a sister's mind when I read Sit and Spin. I'm just saying. <laughs> and plus, we got Danielle on here today, and they'll tell her which direction we're going to be going in. <laughs> it's going to be so good tonight. Okay, y'all, we always get on here and we get started before we open up the show. Okay, so you're going to say, let's open up the show so we can get this party started. 
It's about to go down mm-hmm. up in here tonight. I tell you, I tell you. But once again, you guys are listening live, and I mean it's going to be live tonight. So let's chat. I am Miss Tony, and I enjoy every Thursday and Friday and sometimes any other day that we need to get up in here. The fabulous Miss Alicia. Now, we got some new eyes in the studio. We got some new friends online. We so, so Thank you for joining us. But just to give you guys an overview of what Leisha and I do here on Let's Chat, we love celebrating literature because we are readers first and foremost. But not just literature, we have celebrated all walks of life, be it publishing, authors, musicians, actors, politicians, you name it, they have been to the doors of Let's Chat. Just check out our archives. But we love doing it the royal way. And our show allows our guests and our listening family to interact in a fun, intimate, and friendly environment, we get to hear about passion. Yeah, it's going to be passion tonight, Leash. <laughs> that I guess is yeah. and you, know, <laughs> you never know who's listening, and that passion may touch somebody in our listening audience. So we go, you guys are ready. Get those red cups, because Leash, I got mine, and we're going to need it tonight. And we'd like to just Thank you guys for joining and supporting Leisha and everything that we do because, you know, what we bring to you is some, some wonderful things, some great jewels that are in our jewelry box of archives. So make sure you go over there and check us out. You will not be disappointed. I'm sure you'll find something that you can relate to. Once again, we are live here on Let's Chat. My name is Miss Tony and Miss Leisha. Let's get it popping tonight, girl. Back to that sit and spin. I'm just saying. <laughs> Absolutely, honey. Oh, we are about to have a good time tonight in literature and in life, just having a good time. You know, that's what we hear. We do here on Let's Chat. But I don't want to let y'all forget, make sure y'all head over to Spreaker. T and I are taking our Mind, Body, and Soul segments over to Spreaker. We're still going to have our blog talk show. But when we do our mind, body, and soul segments, those are normally like once or twice a month, and those will be done over on Spreaker exclusively. So we want to make sure you guys head over to Spreaker and make sure you're following the chat. Our first show on Spreaker is this Saturday. Uh, we're going to be talking about black women in media. Um, I'm excited. We're gonna have we have some fabulous guests lined up. It's a little bit different of a platform, so this is our first time. I got to get warmed up to everything, so I'm, we're just excited because we have a lot of things that um, we're just gonna be doing for Let's Chat. Our website will be up soon. Um, I'm we're thinking about doing an app as well, just allowing um, people to be able to have their own connection to Let's Chat without going through other places. But we're just thinking about different things. Um, but we got a lot of stuff going on, so we want to, we appreciate y'all for supporting us. Like T said, make sure y'all go out to our social media, whether it's Tumblr, whether it's iTunes, whether it's SoundCloud, whether it's Instagram, and make sure Twitter, make sure you guys are following Let's Chat. We're going to be posting our shows. Uh, you're going to be seeing and hearing more uh, live interviews. We've just got a lot going on, so we appreciate you guys for supporting us. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Y'all never know where Alicia and I might pop up. I'm just saying. <laughs> Absolutely. Right now, the only thing on our books is we will be in Detroit in May for the Hustle and Brown. So we hope to see you guys there. I hear it's going to be good. It went last year. Um, I had a very good time in literature. I got there. Um, well, 
I wore my publisher hat there, so I had an author there with me. We got there early in the morning, and we left late at night. <laughs> in and out. But we did. We yes, but we had a we had a good time. We had a really good time. Um, shout out to Byron Carey. Yes, he did a. That was his uh one of his that was his second book signing. Um, at the mm-hmm. Hustle and Grind, but he got to meet some fabulous uh, readers. There was tons of authors there, tons of book clubs there. Like, it was a good, good time. So make sure you mm-hmm. guys come out this year. Um, they're going to have, she's going to have Quan there. Terry Woods is going to be there and a ton of other authors. So if you're a reader and you're in the Detroit area, make sure you guys come through. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to it because this is my first Hustling Grind, so they had a great, great lineup. So make sure you follow Alicia on our page. That information is on our page, as well as the wonderful Miss Michelle Moore. You know, she is the originator of the Hustling Grind, so I'm excited about it, Leash. Absolutely. Now, PSA, somebody asked why our link was not in the post. Because of the way uh, Blog Talk does uh, the links now, A lot of times the link isn't available for 24 hours. So at the end of every show, what I'm going to start doing is just placing the link uh, inside that original post. And then if you wait 24 hours, it should be uh, ready for that uh, that next day. But the links aren't instant anymore. They used to be where they worked right after the show. But I guess they're trying something new, child. You know they always doing something different at Blog Talk, but... Uh, that's why I just posted the phone number because it didn't make any sense to put the link for people to call in mm-hmm. instead mm-hmm. of uh, being true. able to listen. Mm-hmm. Okay, some changes in in the mix there, some changes. Just, just a few, just a few, but that's okay because we can, we can rock and roll with it. We can make it happen however we got to happen, however it has to happen. So I'm excited. We got a great show tonight. We got two fabulous authors with two dynamic pins, Daniel Marcus, author and publisher of Lethia Parsons um, Stellar. They're both going to be on here, honey. We're about to talk that talk. And let me tell you, these covers, these covers fit right along with the sit and spin because child, it's some, I got to ask some questions about these covers and the, the thoughts behind <laughs> these covers. We got married mm-hmm. but single going on, and then we got to turn around, and we got a pretty little disaster. I'm like, okay, honey, all right, <laughs> because see, I, I love a, I love you know we book bougie over here. T and I are very book bougie, and I like a clean, mm-hmm. crisp cover, but I like the cover has to say something, and it has to talk to you. It has to say whatever your title is, your cover, the the picture of the cover, it has to speak that. So if it's um mm-hmm. if it's a seductive, then I you know I want to see a little shoulder. I want to see a little, but I want to see you know what I'm saying. I want to see. It don't have to be a naked body. It could be a shoe. It could just be something just like screaming seduction. And right here, she looks like she got a little something going on. Her eye makeup is mm-hmm. weird. I, you know her. She got the you know she got the mean eyebrows. I call them mean eyebrows. That's some thick oh. eyebrows that people be having. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm interested to see she got going on because she looks like she's going through mm-hmm. some things over there. I don't know if it's a man thing or some mental stuff going on, but yes, <laughs> absolutely. So I'm excited to see what Danielle has in store for us. 
Mm-hmm. Well, you know, um, her pen is fierce, like you said, and uh, it's been a minute since she's been up in the in the chat room, so we are excited to have her back and just to find out what, as least likes to say, she's been cooking in her creative kitchen other than those fierce covers, and we are book snobs, we are book bougie. That cover can draw us in, and from that cover drawing us in, you read that synopsis, you look at the colors. I love the colors on the cover as well, Elise. Those co- those colors speak mm-hmm. to me because when I see a boring colored book, I just go right past it. So I want something that's going to grab me, turn my head back around, not just turn it, but snap me back around and say, take a look at me, pick me up, turn me over, and spank me so I can sit and spin and all that other good stuff. you got to recognize <laughs> this is a good book. I'm on my tangent right now, and that's what that's what a good book does to you, though. And but you're absolutely right, though. the The cover has to speak to you; it has to talk to you. As a reader, it's part of the eye candy. You know, authors mm-hmm. have when you don't have word of mouth. You have some authors that don't have to drop a link at all, but they have that word of mouth because they interact. But when you're a new author, you may not necessarily have your fan base together yet. You become. Mm-hmm. Um, your word of mouth. You may not necessarily have um, your book and its or characters may not have created its own legs yet. So until that happens, you are your book's legs. And so mm-hmm. what happens is at that point in time, you become part of the eye candy of your book. And when we say eye candy, your personality is part of the eye candy, how you interact, your vision, your passion for what you do. And then you have mm-hmm. the title. The title of the book is part of the eye candy, the cover, the cover art. As far as how your name reads on the cover, I hate to see a cover mm-hmm. where the author name be all little or mm-hmm. or it's so many other colors on, but you got the, the author's name. It's just a, 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 a color that does not, the font doesn't even stand out. And I always tell authors, right. your name has to stand out. It has, they got to know who you are. Um, and a lot of times authors don't even put back in the day, they used to put their pictures on the back of the book or inside the book with the bio. They don't do that mm-hmm. anymore. So therefore, when you go out and about, people don't know what they're looking for. They don't know what 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 you look like. And I know sometimes authors like to be incognito. They don't want people to know. Mm-hmm. They just want to be able to write. And that's cool. But at some point in time, you're going to have to step behind, from behind that shield and show who you are in order to push your brand to where you want it to go. Mm-hmm. That's so true, Leash, because, you know, I had must have read about 10 or 15 um, James Patterson books before I actually knew what he looked like, because those books never contained a photo of him. So I didn't know if he was black, white, short, tall, fat, skinny, or what, but I enjoyed that mm-hmm. pen. That meant his pen had his, his pen game was fierce. He didn't need to show his face because his words spoke for him. And when I finally got to, to see him, I was just that much more appreciative of his work. But I want to just go back to what you were saying about Danielle's cover. And I'm looking at it, that pretty little disaster. I love the colors. The The, the cover is crisp. Uh-huh. And, and that's the type of book that would just say, T, you better turn around and look at me again and, and pick me up. Don't just pick me up, but one click it or pick it up and take it to the cashier that's because right. – those are the type of things that speak to you, her colors, her name, like you were speaking of. So all of that plays a role in how far that book can go. Right, and it tells you about the book. It gives you some sort of insight of bougie. I'm so book bougie, I don't like 
busy covers. If your cover got too much going on, to me, it's a distraction. It's a distraction mm-hmm. to the the art that you're about to bring or the fire that you're about to bring with your content. Uh, and I love mm-hmm. a cover that speaks, you know, like uh, Quan's animal cover. You look at Quan's animal well. cover, you're scared to open the book, first of all. I mean, the cover itself, you like, I don't know what I'm going to expect. I don't know what I'm about to get. I'm a little scared to open the book because I don't know what he's going to have in here. But that cover speaks to you first. It speaks to you, it grabs you, and then it's like, ooh, I got to see, but ooh, I don't know. When you look at Silence mm-hmm. of the Nine by T-Styles, that, that, that happy birthday, T-Styles. Got shout out to T-Styles. We love T-Styles here on Let's Chat. When you look at her mm-hmm. Silence of the Nine cover, she has the purple, but she has that twisted pen, and that is a twisted book. But when you look at the cover, the cover speaks to you. It tells you what you're about to get. Like, you're about to get in some trouble in these pages. <laughs> and that's what that's we so expect. True. You don't even – you look at the cover, but you got to be real bougie to notice the blood splatter on the hand. You know what I'm saying? I look, I'm looking. I'm mm-hmm. all in the cover. I'm like, ooh, this blood splatter on the hand. It's about to go down. And I get excited mm-hmm. as a reader. And so, authors, when you have these covers, you have to think about the vision and how far you want your book to go. And you have to mm-hmm, envision that book on a bookshelf. Even if you, mm-hmm. you say, I just want to be Amazon that top seller, you still have to envision that book. on a, mm-hmm. You're going to eventually have a paperback book, and you got to think about that. But that's enough book chatter. We're about to get into it. we got our girl, Danielle Marcus, in the chat room. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hello. Hey, Danielle. Hey, Danielle. Hey. <laughs> How's it going, ladies? It's going good. You got got to let us know what you've been cooking in your creative kitchen, honey. Yes. Really, I took a year off, so I'm just now getting back in it. Like, December of last year, I released my first novel in a year. It was called Young and Reckless. But now, I think I switched my style up a little bit with Pretty Little Disaster, and I'm so in love with those characters. And I heard Mm -hmm. you guys talking about my cover. Thank you. You know, I designed that cover myself, and I was so scared because I thought it was plain, but I've been getting a lot of feedback mm. about that cover, too. Girl, that but, cover's nice. But it's, <laughs> but it's plain, but it's clean and crisp. You know, a clean, crisp cover talks to you more than a busy cover. Sometimes you got covers that just got too much going on. Um, but this cover mm-hmm. is clean, it's crisp, and the front of the cover actually speaks to you. You know, it, it's like, it, and it falls in line with the title because you see, you know, see everybody, I can, this is the thing, this is a little disclaimer. I have a critical eye, so I don't have a basic eye. So if I'm looking and I'm not calling people basic, I'm just saying I don't have a basic eye. Nobody that has been in literature or that dabbles in literature has a basic eye. Their eye is always critical. And that means that they can't really read for fun. They may they read, but when we read, you start catching stuff real quick that a, an average person who was just reading the book would not catch. And so when I look mm-hmm. at it, you look at the cover, you see her eye makeup. Her eye makeup is a little smeared, you know. And so it has to be plain because she's she's a disaster, but she's pretty. So you made that cover pretty. It's like you don't know what she's about to have in store for you. I'm cute, but don't let that fool you. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, that's, and see, that's what I was that's, going for, too. 
Mm-hmm. Well, you got That's it, girl. Exactly what you did. <laughs> Thank you. Now you got to let us know all that you've been cooking in your creative kitchen because I know that you took some time off from publishing and now you're what's what's been cooking in your creativity? I know you got some pots cooking over there. Yes, I'm actually starting back up with a uh, publishing company. We have our first author that's about to drop soon, and then I've been working with Moolah Film, so I'm back on the writing session. So I have another movie that hopefully just cooking up soon. So, and then I have so many stories that I want to drop. So I'm going full throttle now. I'm coming back full force. <laughs> That's nice. That I love it. it. I love it. So when you took that time off and you decided to just, just kind of just do things differently for a minute, um, what was going on in your mind and, and in your world when you said, let me go back? To what I love. Actually, when I first jumped into this industry, writing was it was my passion. I was I could do it every day. I love what I do. But sometimes when you get into into doing things, it becomes a job. It becomes robotic. And then it becomes oh, I gotta write this book. I gotta write this book. I gotta get this money. And it became a job instead of my passion. And I start kind of drifting away from it. So I had to take it back and just sit back and realize like, hey, like I needed to get back to what I love doing and why I love it and I needed to fall in love with it. So that's why I took a mental break to just take a second away from that and come back because I don't want to just put out a book to get money. I don't want to just write just because of write. I really love what I do and I really, like I'm very passionate about my writing so that's why I took my time away to get my head back where I needed to be. This is Tony Danielle, it. and with that, I know, right? With that time that you had taken off, what did you find out about literature that that just wanted you, that made you want to come back to to your first love of writing? I don't think I ever left, but I think I found out that when you're writing, you can't please everybody. So the reason why I think I kind of strayed away is because I need to find out that when I write just write from my heart and write what I love, write what I know. And when I focus on that, and it's it's like a, a relief as well. So when I focus on that, it just helps the words to flow and it helps me to get yourself together and get back to doing what you love doing. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm sure your readers missed you as well. <laughs> I know. I miss my readers. I miss the adrenaline of putting out a book and getting the feedback and just I think that's one of the best parts too is when you put out your creativity for the world to judge and then you get feedback and people like what you created. Like that's like the best feeling in the world to me. Absolutely. So when you started thinking about pinning a pretty little disaster, what was what was that process like for you and what can we expect from this read? With Pretty Little Disaster, I wanted to switch it up. Like it's more of a, like it's like a love story, but it's not, it's not really that urban. One second, I think my headphones is uh, one second. My headphones just died. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Okay. Yes, with Pretty Little Disaster, it's it's basically about a woman who's 
been through so much. Like she 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 was widowed a few years back, so it kind of damaged her heart a little bit. And she's quirky, she's clumsy, like she's like just your average chick. And she's the assistant to one of Detroit's most prominent club owners. So basically, she follows him around, you know, for most of his day. And it's like with them spending so much time together, how can he not notice her? But with her heart being so, no, you know, with her heart being so messed up by losing her her husband and her child, it's like she's not looking for love. So what happens is he's looking to buy a club out of town. So of course she has to go with him out of town, but they get trapped in that in the state together. So it's like that's how their love built because it's so much stuff that happened. It's I don't know. I'm just in love with that storyline. <laughs> Mm. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. Me too. <laughs> now, what was the most difficult part for you, um, penning this book as you went and simultaneous, simultaneously uh, wrote your book and went back into publishing all at the same time? What was that process like for you? What was the hardest part of getting back into it? I think it's more of finding your writing schedule, finding because my schedule was off, like finding the best times to write and and getting back into just because usually before I took my break, I could write like all day, any time of the day. It just hit me. So it's just just getting back into my routine and my schedule. That's that's really the hardest part. But the the words kind of just flow because like I'm very invested in this story and these characters because they're so complex. So also learning my characters and knowing what they would say and what they wouldn't say and what they would do and wouldn't do. Mm. See, now you got me on here looking at this book. I'm like already one click and now I can't. <laughs> and it's a cold <laughs> night in New York too. I'm ready to dive into something. <laughs> like the perfect weather to be up here reading. <laughs> I can't wait for it to release. And it's finished actually, so I'm trying to figure out a day next month for it to come out. I'm so excited because I know it's different from anything I've ever written. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. That's good. And it's always good to just kind of see the diversity in your pen. And how 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 has that diversity felt to you, you know, going from one kind of thick of a genre to another? It's basically what I feel like that I have to learn is I have to figure out who I'm writing for, like find my audience and write for them. I can't think of, oh, this urban region and try to be like this. So I really know that I want it to, it to be like a more, I don't know how to say, more sophisticated book, a more flowy book, you know. So mm-hmm. basically I had to hone on who I was talking to. And so that's who I wrote for. Now, is this a standalone or will it be part of a series? It's actually going to be a two-book series. Oh, two book series. Okay. <laughs> now, what made you decide to make it a two book series? Because I feel like the characters are going through so much that I can't conclude it in one book, and it's it's so much that I want to say, and I didn't want to cram it. I wanted to spread it out, and so that way I could take my time and finesse the pages and and create my story instead of trying to cram it into one book. 
because the first book is like almost ninety thousand words. Whoa! <laughs> I know. Oh, that's a pretty big book. Whoa. Now that's what you call some meat and potatoes. Mm-hmm. Right mm-hmm. there. <laughs> you get it all at mm-hmm. one time. Boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> now, have you thought about uh, putting your books into audiobook books? I actually have. I actually bought the whole system to do it and download the program, and I started uh, doing it myself, and then I hated my voice, so I said I'm going to have to figure out, like, the, the program, try to find somebody to record it for me. But that's my next move is to put them in audio books. Mm-hmm. Now, that was kind of part of my question. This is Tony Danielle. we got to try to remember to say who's who because we sound <laughs> so much alike. But with you being um, um, away from the writing game for about a year, has there been any new technology that you have picked up that's kind of helpful for you today that not, wasn't, not, wasn't necessarily available before? You just didn't really, you know, focus in on it. You know, because technology changes on a daily basis. I actually fell in love with audiobooks while I was away. I read uh I read a lot of audiobooks. Really? And I know that they wasn't really popular, but I actually prefer an audiobook over an ebook now. Mm. Mm. Absolutely. You know what? I, I ain't mad at you because I do too. The only thing because I, I I'm always working and so my hands are always busy, so I don't have that time to sit down and read. So most of the time I'm listening to an audio book because I can listen to it in the car. I can listen to it if I'm cleaning up. I can listen to it um, if I'm right before I go to bed. And, and that allows me to be able to get my reading in as well. But I found mm-hmm. that I get a lot more appreciation for an author's pen because you can have your Kindle read to you. Um, and when you allow the Kindle to read to you, even though it's a, com- a computerized voice, if that author's mm-hmm. pen is on point as far as their action and emotion, it feels just like an audiobook. I'm not kidding, y'all. And so mm-hmm. when I listen to audiobooks, sometimes I find that the narrator's voice is distracted. So when she said that she didn't like her voice, I can understand that. But sometimes mm-hmm. the narrator's voices, they, they are very distracted, and you can pick up more errors in that book, in an in right. mm-hmm. uh, audio book, because you're, you're hearing the mistake opposed to seeing the mistake. When you see something, you might glaze over it. But when you hear it, you're like, did I hear that correctly? What did he say? So mm-hmm. that's the one thing I've noticed about audio books, but I do enjoy them, um, and, I, and I read more various types of books with audiobooks. So it does expand my readership as well. We got a hand up, Danielle. You feel like taking a call? Sure. Okay. We got nine one zero four six five. You are live in the chat room. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey ladies, I actually didn't want to talk. I pushed the button by accident, but uh while I'm on the line I like Why you ain't want to talk? <laughs> Why you ain't want to talk? <laughs> Who is this that Look, you want to talk to us? This is Sean. Hey, <laughs> you ain't want to talk to us? No, you I'm out here in this road traveling, so I just, you know, I actually saw the post. I'm just traveling, trying to listen to y'all keep up on you. I'm always listening, really. Oh, oh we appreciate it. You don't want to talk to you. 
<laughs> I don't like to take the spotlight from the authors. I like to just listen. You know, you ladies. Hey, in fact, I got something for y'all too. I'll give it y'all off the air. I got something for y'all. Okay. All right. All right. You know, we love it. Absolutely. Yeah. No wrong with that. Uh, let me fall you back. Got any questions for uh, for Miss Yeah, I do. Uh, actually, so what is it like after coming back for so long? Are you receiving the love or what? Actually, I feel. I feel like I am. Like, I was so scared that I've been away from so long, but I've actually, my readers been hitting me up, and each day people are still downloading the book, so I actually have been feeling love, and I'm actually excited, especially for my next release, because I've been getting a lot of re- a lot of uh, support for my next release. Awesome. Cool. That's, that's love right there. Well, I, think you're highly I love it. Beautiful. I love it. Look at that author support. We love it. That's right. <laughs> That's, right. That's, That's author support. Pen to pen. That's that author support. Pen to pen. We love it. We love it. Well, Sean, we're going to let you continue to listen. We're going to put you back into the queue. Thank, Thank you, ladies. Have a great evening. You too. We appreciate yeah. you. We sure do. We love when he pop up in the chat room. <laughs> we do. He's, he's so sweet. He is. Okay, so Danielle, you you've been talking movies. Let let us know what you've been cooking over there. Um, with new movies, what what book are you? Um, I don't know if you could talk about it, but what book or movie is gonna come? Is it gonna be part two? Are we gonna get a new something? Stop, mommy. Tell us what's going on with the movies. Actually, uh, it's not really a book that's uh turning into a movie. We're actually writing a script from from scratch. So we were actually been in the lab and we had our, I think it was our second writing session where it's three, it's three writers and we're all collabing together and we're coming up with a, a fresh new plot. And I'm excited about it because it's always good to, you know, get with like mind people and to just create. And, you know, that way you can see how their brain works. You can see how your brain works and get critiqued because you can think you can have the best ideal in the world. But when they actually start to dissect it and you be like, oh, when you get someone else's opinion. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So, I love that. I love it. And also, Danielle, with you being off from writing for a year, had you picking up uh, picked up any other books to read? I mean, talk about peer-to-peer, you know, author-to-author. Have you checked out any authors that you had a chance Whereas normally if you're writing, you don't have that that time to read. I'm actually an avid reader. So last year I read about 100 books. This year I've read about 15 or 20. I'm always reading. Okay. Yep. This year is on the 31st of January, girl. You don't read 15 books already? (laughs) Wow. I've been reading Love Belvin lately. And I love the way her, okay. I love her love story. Who was that now again? Her name is Love, love Belvin. Yes. Okay. I have read uh, this year. I read. Well, I read Michelle Obama's book. I, you know what, y'all? I love that she did her book in her voice. I love that she did the narrative to that book because mm-hmm. it's just. Uh, wait, was that Michelle Obama? I want to say that was her voice, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. But I just wow. love her voice. 
I love it when I love it when people do their own, especially stars, because you get to you get to experience their personality. But I, I did. Mm-hmm. I read her, but I haven't read as many. I said for this year, I want to read twenty five books, only because I'm I'm busy and I'm writing myself, and so I've I've learned that when when you're writing, it's hard to read certain things that I, I normally enjoy reading. So I normally tend to uh, lean towards books that are um, more real or just more about people's lives or spiritual and less about um, street fiction or romance or something like that, only because it tends to be a little distracting when I'm writing. But, um, yeah, my goal is 25 books this year, and I, I only a few books in. <laughs> <laughs> That's some funny stuff. But I have a question for you, um, Danielle. I'm sorry, Leash. I just have a quick question. Now you yeah, right. threw me off, girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Now I know she's done threw me off with the I'm only a few books in. But um let me see how I can phrase this. How have you kept Arthur Danielle's authenticity between the two the the books that you have read and this new flavor that you're offering your readers now how how have you kept that authenticity solely for you for your readers? Well, like with a lot of the books that I read, I don't read it as a reader. I put my author's hat on and I critique what I like about the book, what I don't like about the book, and mm-hmm. I just I don't I don't know how to explain it, but I've never had storylines intertwined with each other. Because, I don't know, I think I just feel connected with my characters and they just flow. But I've never mm-hmm. had storylines in between. It actually helps me mm-hmm. get out of writer's block when I read books, too, as well. Mm-hmm. Writer's block is real, And what are some girl. of the techniques? <laughs> it is real. It's Joel is. But what are some of the things or the 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 techniques you use when you want to be able to bond with the character that's in your mind so that you can bring them to life? What I do before I, uh, before I even start writing my character is I, I, I fill out a sheet and I write everything about my characters. I write their flaws. I write their quirks. I write like I, fully indulge, indulge with the characters. And most of my characters are based off of real people. So it's like I kind of know them, too, so I know what they would do and what they wouldn't do. Huh. I love but that. It's like you okay, know like them that. before you even know them. Right. And I, that's why I write the character sheet out before I even start writing, before I even start writing the characters. Mm-hmm. Wow. But you know something, Danielle, this is Tony, and I'm not sure which direction Alicia wanted to go with that other question before I, I interrupted her. But, you know, since I've been doing this, the show, the shows and editing and, and, and talking to the various authors, a true character doesn't just come overnight. That character is developed. Mm-hmm. It could be sometimes, <clears throat> excuse me, a year in development. And that's what brings those true characters that a reader can really relate to so you can't, it can't be rushed. You have to put some real thought. You have to eat, sleep, and drink and do everything with these characters to just to make them real. And they do become real. They become real to us as readers. So it's so refreshing to hear an author talk about how they 
develop those characters because character development is part of what makes a true story a true story and it lives and it takes those legs and it goes so far because readers relate to them. They love to hate them or they hate to love them, but that development is so key in how long a character can resonate in an author's heart, literally. Exactly. I know sometimes when I write it, and the characters get into it, I find myself cussing the characters out like, I know he didn't do that to you. I'm, and I'm like, wait, they speak to you, okay? It's not you. <laughs> That's some funny stuff, but it's real, girl. It's real. <laughs> right. Yeah, my son thinks I'm crazy because I, I start utilizing Because most of the time when I think of stuff, because I do customer service, I'm always at work when I think about stuff. I don't know. It just be weird places, weird places where I don't have no pencil and paper, so I use the recorder in my phone. And I'll be like, yeah, and then she could do this, ooh, 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 and then, oh, oh, and then he going to do that. Okay, and then it's like my son just be looking at me like, what are you talking about? You, what you got going on? He just be looking at me like, nah, that's not <laughs> <laughs> I can see Jonathan okay. doing well, that too. <laughs> Jonathan is really like, like mm-mm. Mm-mm. yeah, he'd be like, mm-mm. what is that? Well, you know, here on Let's Chat, we like to do some fun style. We love to have a good time, and um, we don't have a good time with you. Mm-hmm. I am so excited! <laughs> I can't wait to see what Miss Punky has in store for you, honey. Everybody. <laughs> Oh, Lord, oh, Lord, oh, Lord, the pressure, the pressure. <laughs> Virginia, you know, you know we love when you come visit us here in the chat room, and you've been gone too long, girl. Don't let that be so long next time. But Alicia planted a, a picture in my head, girl, and I'm going to blame it on Alicia tonight. Now, I'm going to give you some props, and I want you to give us a live excerpt, and uh, we want you to make it. We want you, actually, Alicia, we didn't even talk about our topic, but we want you to spin our topic in. And I'm not sure how much of the show you heard, but our topic the tonight F-B. is spin. The F-B. We yes. were sitting so we talking, talking, and now you're about to spin some stuff. <laughs> Ooh. You said spin. That's a nice. Sit and spin. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm going to give you, because you got a fierce pen and a, 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 an even fiercer mind, I'm going to give you four props instead of my usual three. And I'm going to use some of the props that at least planted this picture in my head. We're going to use, um, I'm going to throw a massage table. You know the massage tables that the masseuse use when you ever go, go get those massages? Now, uh-huh. to, those, to, that, to that massage table, we are going to attach some chains. So you got the massage table, you got the chains. You see the the tone of my voice has gotten a little softer because we going some places to right about now. <laughs> you can tell You got the we got a the massage, massage table, table, we got some chains, some chains. We got Mhm. And we got a red rose. A and red rose and an ice and an ice cube. I want you to use. Oh goodness. Mm-hmm. And wait, wait, wait. I'm about to give her five because I know her, her mind just be working. I'm going to throw in blood splatter. Oh. <laughs> you got a lot so, to work with, girl. <laughs> okay. Wow. Okay, you said a chain, a massage table, a blood splatter, and ice. 
Ice Cube. Ice Cube and a rose. And a rose. And a rose. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me uh, get my popcorn. <laughs> yep, we ready. No, no, I'm not an erotic author. Jeez. It ain't got to be right. It, it could be, be a thriller. It, it could be, be a murder. It could be however you want to do it, whatever direction you want to take it. It's all, honey, we unleash your creativity. We ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, one it second. It could be. Me... He said the topic is thick or thin, right? No, thick and thin. thin. Like, like, right. S-I-T mm. and S-P-I-N, spin. Okay. Sit and spin. You said sit and spin? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, the topic is sit and spin. We're going to sit and we're going to talk, and then you're going to spin the readers or the listeners. You're going to spin their mind with your creativity when we have these fun sessions. So we, we're mm-hmm. letting them know you're going to sit and have a good time, but then now you're about to be spent. Now we're about to spin you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jeez, I'm be ready. Okay, one second. I got to think about this. <laughs> okay. Y'all got to put me on blast like this. Let's see. It'll just be you. It's okay. We do it to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it don't have to be That's a certain fine. list. Nope. nope. However you want to do it. Okay. Okay. Jeez. See, now I'm taking up y'all time because I can't even think of nothing. My mind's coming in the blank because I'm so, like, that topic is so spicy. Let me see. Okay, uh, well, you know what? Lisa, let, let's start her off. Lisa, you give a, let's, okay, let's, let's give her like a little taste. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, let's see. Hassan opened the door, offering Nadja a rose as she walked into the room. Looking to the left, she saw a massage table, her. and on that, and on that, I'm sorry, God, you re, you got this, you uh-uh, got the no, gist of it now. Okay, uh, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, I say, looking to the left, she saw the setup with the massage table, the bowl of ice a bottle of champagne, and she wondered what he had up his sleeve. Just the night before, they had gotten into a heated argument, and he called to say that he wanted to apologize to her for, for, I guess, for making her mad, for making her mad about okay. the discovery. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. know. <laughs> so Okay, so slowly. she was mad about the discovery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Slowly, he walked her over to the table, taking her in with each step, the way, the sway of her hips, the bounce of her ASS. I don't know if I could curse. And the way that her... Yeah, you could curse. (laughs) Okay, and the way that her soft legs looked in the short skirt that she had on. Once they approached the table, he he demanded that she... I don't know, he demanded that she lay down as he put the as he took the as he took the chains and the restraints on her and put and placed restraints on both her hands 
and her ankle. She was a little scared. Looking up, she saw blood splatter on the ceiling, and and that really that caused a shiver to run up her spine because she didn't know what he had in plan or where the blood splatter came from. <laughs> Leisha, listen, I can't do this. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> You did good, Danielle. You did good. 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 It's just something fun that we do because this is the thing. A lot of times we have authors that come on, and sometimes readers don't know. Our listeners don't know who that author is. It may be somebody they're just being uh, introduced to. It might be a pen that they're they're just learning about. And so we love to be able to show the creativity uh, of an author. I think that it's very important if an author is trying to grab readers, you got to grab their mind. And you have to grab their mind with your mind. And so that's why we do this exercise. We allow um, authors to kind of give us a little taste, a little snack of how their mind works, how how their creativity works. Um, And then normally, It'll send you over to Amazon like, wait a minute, because sometimes you'll be so dazed and confused by what they said, you really think it's a book, but sometimes it's just off the dome. So, so y'all just it's, gonna it's like that. Uh-huh. Y'all just going to let me feel like that? At least you answer. Tiny, at least you answer. Some people just didn't even answer. They'd be like, I don't know. Oh, my God. I just don't have it. And these be seasoned authors, and sometimes they be like, What's, you know, I got to write it down. No, you ain't got to write it down. It's always in your head anyway. You did good. You did good. Some people don't say Thank nothing. You. They be like, oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and no, then we have good. some authors like, like Sean, he loves getting those type of questions. <laughs> I can imagine what he did with the blood splatter. <laughs> But see, now you yeah. got to know what to expect next time you come in the chat room. Next time you're going to be in the ready. Chat room. I'm going to be ready. I'm going to be really ready. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we we love to do something fun, but our fun always, it always makes sure that we introduce the, the creativity or the creative side of that, that author that we have on. But we appreciate you coming and play along with us. And, and, and at least mm-hmm. trying the exercise. Next time, we know you're going to kill it next time you come through here because you're going to be prepared. I know you asked me <laughs> earlier, but I couldn't prepare you that way because we need we, we want to see the creativity flow, and I don't really know what her props are. <laughs> well, so, I know like time. I can tell you, she think of her own props. <laughs> <laughs> We so appreciate you coming and hanging with us in the chat room on today. We want you to shout out when it will drop, where everybody can get it, and any events you're going to be have, uh, attending. Okay. My book, uh, Pretty Little Disaster, it should be out the end of February. I'm thinking like the 21st, 22nd, and it's going to be available on Amazon. And I will also have paperback copies. And I'm trying to go to every event I can. I know I'll be at the Atlanta Kickback. There's an erotic author's review that's going to be in March of this year, I believe. And mm-hmm. I should be going to the National Black uh, the Book uh, Conference. It's a, 
it's a lot of events that I'm going to, and I'm going to post them on my page or on my author's page uh, which events I'll be going to. Okay. And awesome. if anybody knows where there's well, events, I will let see. me know. Well, I will see you when you come to Atlanta. Okay, I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely, ma'am. We so appreciate you coming to kick it with us and have fun with us in the chat room. And you know that you are welcome back anytime, and we want you to bring your author with you next time. I got you. Thank you so much, ladies. You're so welcome. Have a great evening. You too. Thank you. Okay, bye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love when she comes that in. Was, it's uh, been a minute since she's been up in here, though. <laughs> Uh-huh. Good to hear from her. You really gonna let me come in here like this? She said, "You really gonna let me come in here like this? Really?" <laughs> <laughs> we all do it on purpose, y'all. Y'all know we love to have fun. Y'all are creative. We know when we bring y'all in the chat room, we know what the readers are getting. We know what the listeners are getting because we know what you bring uh, with your creativity. Mm-hmm. And we appreciate you guys coming to kick it with us like that. We got our next fabulous guest, y'all. Alethea Carson Speller, you know, I have to ask her questions about that their cover and that title now, you know, because this their cover and that title is saying some things, and so we got to find out where she got all of this goodness from. Welcome. All right. Welcome. Hey, how are you? We are good. We are good. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. Oh, and it's nice to be here with you all. Well, we appreciate you coming to kick it with us. Okay, we got the, oh, before we get started, because you know I got some questions about that their cover, that their cover is saying some things to me. It's saying some things. But you got to oh, tell yes, everybody a little bit about yourself. <laughs> tell everybody a little bit about yourself oh. and your literary journey. Okay. Um, my name is Alicia, as you stated. I'm from Hampton Roads area. I'm an avid reader. I love to write, and I just enjoy writing about life. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Yeah, we, and now we like got writing. this here cover. So what 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 was going on in your world that made you sit down and write the first book? Actually, my girlfriend and I we used to read books all the time, and um, um, we decided to open up a publishing company. But we've been readers, and we used to always change the book. Like I would have done it different. I would have did it this way, that way. We actually was working on another book, and then this came to me because I was going through a rough patch in my marriage, and I used to always tell my husband, you married but single. Thank God he's no longer that way, but that was a time in my life when I went through that phase. And it was just something that I just felt like I just wanted to share. Absolutely. Now, I have a question because you you wrote the book – Mary for single, um, and I mm-hmm. love that sub that subtitle. This is my thing about a subtitle. The subtitle has to make the title stronger. That's just my opinion. I don't know. Everybody may feel mm-hmm. differently, but I think that if you got a subtitle, it should make that title stronger. And you got deception, deceit, lies, and lullabies. Girl, stop! <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that goes to the story. That goes to the synopsis and the plot. Yeah, you better stop it. You and Carla was on here doing some things. We got, 
you got to tell us, how how did you and Carla decide to sit down and, and come into writing this book together? We actually had wrote another book first, and, and, and we had started writing this book a long time ago. And then we just stopped writing, and then over the Christmas holidays, I just sat down and started. And I was like, you like this? And she was like, yeah, let's roll with it. And we just took it and ran with it. One day it just so came to me. I want to write about Mary but single. Mm-hmm. So what was the writing process like? Uh, what was the writing process like in collaboration? I know you guys have written together before, but what was the process mm-hmm. like um, when you guys collabed on this particular project? Okay. Um, most oh, well, what happens is I will start off and then she will just finish, or she'll start off and then she'll say, "No, I don't want. To, let's not go this way." Let's change it and do it that way. So it's a true collaboration. It's a true collaboration. Mm-hmm. And even with her now being in another place, I can give her something, a title, and then she'll just start writing. We don't do, mm-hmm. like, pre-writing and things like that. We just write and it flows. Uh-huh. Oh. And now, this is close. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, I'm sorry. We're pretty close, like, if... I could start something and say this came to me and she'll just finish it. Oh. I love that. I love how y'all vibe together. That's like the ultimate collab uh, where you guys can vibe and feed off of each other's creativity. Now, when you, mm-hmm. you said that you, you and your friends decided to set up a publishing or start a publishing company, which is Divine Creations. Um, mm-hmm. What was that process like for you, um, walking, stepping into the publisher's realm or the business side of books? Well, we had done the research, and she, and she had talked to a couple of publishers, and she knows that I'm a people person. I'm not going to deal with you. First of all, if my spirit ain't right with you, and if I can't talk to you. And a couple of the publishers only did, um, you only could talk to them by email. She was like, oh, she's not going to deal with you at all. And so we've done the research. We went and got the business license. Um, with our first book, we had a lot of people to support us. I mean, Merit Single really put us on the map. I mean, honestly, when I tell you the support was real, it was real at my job, my husband's job, her job. I mean, we really did well. That book still carries us. And we have four books wow. for the whole series. And that book really, really put us on the map. Mm-hmm. It'll be four years later, and that book really, really, you know, was our, it was like, I guess it set the precedent for the other book. Mm-hmm. But okay. the title alone, um, this is Tony, the title alone can, a lot of people can relate to it, and, and that's part of what draws a reader in. You know, Alicia and I, we always talk about that eye candy. You know, you have your cover, your synopsis, your title. But that title, Married but Single, is, is is a draw, you know, because a lot of people can relate, like I said, and they want to know what mm-hmm. relationship it, it pertains to them. And they open up that spine and they get to reading and they come to find out that, you know, you can see yourself or someone you know in those pages. And that just gathers legs, as we like to say on here, let's chat, and, and just takes off. I mean, the first page starts it all, and it's drama from the first page. I've had people in church and different places, and they've actually shared with me 
like, I've been through that. I know what it's like. And some of it, mm-hmm. I, you know, we made up. It wasn't all factual. You had to add the drama in. But some of it was right. real, like, like, if you read it and you see, you're going to say, okay, I know somebody who's done that. I've done the 10 mm-hmm. pages letter. I've weighed the pros and the cons. So it's like, and some of the stuff is fiction, but you know, you know how we do. Mhm. Definitely can relate. I love the t- the title though, and the cover. Like Lee mm-hmm. said, what is what was the concept behind your cover? Actually, the cover we gave the um, the guy George Houston. He did the cover. We gave him the synopsis. Usually, with our titles, we just give um, the designers the synopsis, and they'll give us like they'll give us samples and we choose. Like when he first did that, he did it in red and in blue, which the blue wound up being part two, Murder Single Two. And um, mm-hmm. that was just, it just stood out. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't a hard process for us to write or anything or publish. It was a very, it was tedious because we both work and things like that, but it wasn't a bad process. Mm-hmm. It wasn't trying mm-hmm. anything. You... It just was a matter. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, go ahead. I was just going to ask, how do you balance everything? Because you got to have crazy writing hours. If you if you work, you got a husband, that means you all got family. How do you balance everything to be able to have that, that writing time? I write on my phone. I write. I, I, I only use my computer, my laptop, and my phone. But I could be asleep and, and my husband laughs because I get up in the middle of the night. I think about my character sometimes. And I get up in the middle of the night and I was like, oh, my goodness, I want them to do this, do this, and do that. I have to catch it right then and there when it hits me. Mm-hmm. When you're writing a book, you become a part of it. and Because, um, like, I don't like to watch TV as much as I used to. So when I'm writing mm-hmm. Um, I'm constantly thinking, and I'm always trying to add current event stuff to it, and I always try to make it local in my area, stuff that's relatable. Mm-hmm. And before we started actually writing, writing, we went to, like, Zane conferences. She did, like, things for new writers. We took all of that mm-hmm. advisement, and it just made it easy. And we both mm-hmm. work in the education field, too, so it makes it a little bit easier. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Now, how much of your how much of your real life did you pour into this book? Hmm. See, it's calling myself, but it's a hmm, honestly probably about twenty percent. Because you know, when we first started, I wanted to be one character. Then I started putting myself in another character, and that's how it used to happen. And then, like, oh my gosh, I'm some of everybody in the book. <laughs> I didn't hear what you said. I was going to say, you didn't have that moment where your husband kind of looked over like, page 35. That's, that seems a little familiar. You putting our business in there. <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't say that. He, he didn't say that. He asked me one day. He said, somebody asked me, was that Timothy? I told him probably so, because that's just how he had, he's just a laid back person, so he'll say it jokingly. <laughs> he probably was at some point in time. So you know they say art imitates life sometimes. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Actually, Y'all people are still asking for that book. book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really? a lot of people are still asking. 
Mm-hmm. Like, if y'all gonna do another one? We like, what are we gonna do? I mean, I actually put two sermons that my pastor preaches. You know, it, it's funny because I always have a church scene in a book that I write, or I say, call I, I slide a church scene and put it like that. The last one we did was like. I didn't have a church sermon, and in the end, I looked. I said, I didn't put a church sermon. She said, you almost went there, but you didn't. <laughs> so you got to go to <laughs> That's what she said, joking. And she was like, you almost took it there. I said, yeah, I decided not to. But uh, trust me, it's some funeral scenes. They real. It's a whole bunch of drama. It's something that we experience. You got to add, you know, to make it relatable. Mm-hmm. Got to have that yeah, drama so mixed up in there. <laughs> Oh, yeah, the drama is in there. It's a lot of drama. It starts, the first page is drama. It ends with drama. The second book is drama. The third book is drama. And the fourth book. And people are begging yeah, for the fifth you book. Know, like, what drama. else can you do? I know. What, what else <laughs> you going to do? <laughs> yeah, they're getting older now. They need to sit down. So how do you end off your books? Because normally in, in, in a lot of books, that that we've read, you know, they normally just kill them off. So how do you guys end off your books uh, when you are saying, like, there's not going to be another book? So do you, do you kill them off, or what happens to where y'all are able to um, give readers closure in well, your book? Well, with the first book, we actually had more when we um, was right. We actually had a whole lot of books for the first one. And so one day, she's in the end, I was like, Paula, I'm I'm ending it. She said, what you going to do with the rest? I said, that's going to be for book two. We already got the cover, so we good. So we just ended the first one with the cliffhanger. That left one for number two. Number two, a cliffhanger, and number three. So then after a while, you really don't have to kill them all because I've been reading for a long time. And, uh-huh. um, like, for me, the cover don't have to pop because I'm a reader. It, I don't – that – is minor to me. I, as long as that synopsis and that title lures me in, that's all I care about. Because, you know, I've been reading since Eden and Harrison back in the day when they covers didn't do anything. So it's, I just need the cover and the synopsis has to pull me in. Other than that, I'm I'm good. And most of the time, I I, I already know how the story is going to end. Oh. I already know. I can figure out a little bit what's going to happen. Because I, I mean, I just like to read. And I had a, uh-huh. have a wild imagination. Uh-huh. Well, we we love that. And, you know, here on the chat, we like to do fun stuff. I know you were listening to the other author. So we like to be able to, to uh, our listeners, to be able to experience the creative juices that flow naturally from our authors that come on our show. So Tony is mm-hmm. going to give you some props, and you're going to do a live excerpt. And you can do a scene from a book. You can take characters from your book. You can turn it any direction you want to take it, as long as you add the props in that scene. Okay, I just got to add mm. the props. Okay. Never done this yeah. before. All right. Be <laughs> ready. <laughs> I'm excited about that. You know my mind been spinning. So uh, listening to you, that's kind of how I kind of get my, my, my thoughts together. But thank you so much for joining Alicia and I here on this chat tonight. We really appreciate you sharing some of your precious time with us. But Jeffrey Props tonight is is going to be, you ready? Mm-hmm. It's going to be some cyanide, 
Okay. A rainy night. A rainy night. Mhm. Mhm. And a straight jacket. Okay. So. And we want you to give us a live excerpt with those props. I just found out that you have a baby on the way with one of my cousins and you don't that I don't care for. I love her, but I don't care for her. And I found out that you were planning on leaving me for her. So I have got, somehow I got my hand on some side line, and it's a rainy night, and I have plotted to kill you um, using the side line. I have drawn your bath. I have lit the candles and set the scene for that night. Um, I've gotten your favorite drink that was a cyanide, and um, I've kissed you on your forehead, and I told you I'll be back. Um, you've consumed the beverage. I'm just playing it up. You've consumed it. You've gotten out, got in the bed, and slipped on out of, away from here. I come and find you like that. I, you know, call the paramedics and my cousin and my family, everyone comes over and I play the part off like, what happened? My cousin just started screaming, that's her baby daddy. And I'm looking like, what is going on? So the family takes her away, the police takes them away and the rain, and I started feeling guilty. I'm convicted, so I confessed to the murder, and I end up away in jail. I don't know. I'm just making this up as I go along. It's a little different. That's all right. I was like, girl, I'm like, oh, they got to right in there. <laughs> I'm going, oh, he got to go now for real because it's too much. No, but, um, you know, that, it's just, it's different when you That's just close it all. Oh, yeah, the yeah, cousin's baby daddy, whoa. That was a nice spin yeah. to it. <laughs> well, you know, this all in the family. These folks be doing the a lot. Cousin? I was that like, whoa, she was like, that's a, you real calm for the cousin. She calm for the cousin. I was real calm. Oh, you got to be calm for the cousin here because she don't know where she didn't got her head. Into. You know, she got something coming, too. We just ain't said that yet. Oh, go ahead, girl. Oh, that was she got, we got something for her, too, but you know you got to do your family a little different. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I already told you oh. I didn't like her. I love her from afar, from a distance. So, she knows. Uh, we, I got that, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. From a distance. Ain't I'm, no telling. I love it. You know, I always tell my daughter, <laughs> you got to watch your friends and your family. That's right. Child, you better yeah. talk about it. You better talk about it. Mm-hmm. But I have a question because, you know, we get a little nosy on this chat. Um, in the beginning of the show, just a little bit about um, you telling your husband um, that he was married but he was single. What were mm-hmm. what was, what was some of the things that helped uh, turn your relationship around? You can't beat them, you join them. Oh. Honey, <laughs> Girl, that's not the answer I expected. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's you 
baby. I can give you, baby. I need a tissue to wipe my mouth. <laughs> I hear you, sister. No, I hear you. No, but honestly, no, seriously, no, we separated for a little while. Yeah, well, you know, but still. I like that other know. answer better. Oh, uh, that's, that's a part of it, too. Go ahead, girl. Yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> She's a little bit of 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 a I love it. We're gonna have to have you on we're gonna have to have y'all back on when we have one of our mm-hmm. mind, body and soul segments when we talk about relationships because we begin deep down and dirty with it because I think a lot of times especially when it comes to marriage, a lot of times, yeah. you know, people got a blinders on. And they have priests of mm-hmm. they step into over preset expectations. They're not blinders yeah. on. They think it's going to be one way based on a fairy tale mm-hmm. that's been planted from what they see, whether it's music they listen to, they've been seeing the good social in somebody media. else's relationship, social media, mm-hmm. right? Because even salt looks like sugar. Even salt looks like sugar. So you don't know what it is until you get into it. And a lot of times I think we we in a society where we do stuff just because. It's like, oh, I, was just, yeah. I think I'm just supposed to do that. But you don't pay attention to, to the other stuff. You know, you have to really look at the responsible side of a person because that side, that responsible side, that's what you experience when you have a baby. That's what you experience when you get married. And so if they don't have that, when you step into it, and it, it's going to be a little off. It's going to be like, wait a minute, this is not what I signed up for. But you didn't pay attention to what you was getting into. You was doing it because your aunties and uncle had been married 50 years. But yeah. you see the 50 years, but you don't see the 50 years of trials. You don't see yeah. what happened in between. You get them that 50 years. You don't see that in a marriage, it's, it's, a, it's a love. It's, it's a different love. Mm-hmm. And you don't ever see that. You just see the first floor. And it's layers, and it's trial and error, and it, it takes a whole lot of praying and a whole lot of Jesus. So a mm-hmm. whole lot of prayer and a whole lot of praying. And, and oh, sometimes yeah. it just takes a reality check. You got to look and see. Because I tell anybody, there's nothing out here. That I tell yep. anybody that there's nothing out there but trouble, bills, and bones. Child, you ain't never lied. Yeah. You ain't never lied. I always tell my single girlfriends, y'all, mm-mm, mm-mm. These men want a mama. And I'm not just saying the women. You know what? Definitely a mind, body, and soul segment. Yeah, that's how they want the men looking for a mama. That's right. When we have our mind, body, and soul segment. Right. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. That's you better true. Speak on it. Yeah, because it, it's rough, and you and you have to go through things, and a lot of people like to hide, and you know, I, I'm very open and honest, 
But a lot of people try to keep it in, like, oh, we ain't been through nothing, we ain't been through, oh, we've been through, we've been through hell. And we've been through it. We went through it, and now that's all behind us. And we just celebrated 18 years of being married in January. And it was rough in the beginning. It was rough in the middle, but it's lovely in the end. Mm-hmm. I love it. Well, I'm glad you guys were able to get it turned around and and, and just enter into that, that next level um, of being married and being best friends. And I'm glad that you guys mm-hmm. were able to come out of that. It's, and, and I'm not saying anything for those that are not because sometimes there's a reset period and sometimes you just reset and nothing wrong with that. It's okay. Yeah. It is okay. It is. It's whatever works for you. You know, then I always tell some people, some people, like you say, have this little, this preset imagination and like, like it's going to be like on TV, mm-hmm. like in Cinderella, like in the books and stuff. And it's not. Every day is a new day. And people have to realize that sometimes you got to leave yesterday behind. And each new day, you have to embrace it. And a lot of people can't let go of the past hurts. Now, there are some mitigating circumstances that some people deal with that just a deal breakers. I mean, I don't, you know, it depends on the person and how much you're willing to invest. Everybody don't want to invest, especially now because everything's so quick. People are so quick to get married. They're so quick to walk away. Oh, I want to start over. Oh, I've seen something new. You know, I met somebody. But you know how long it takes to peel those layers back for a person? What you see ain't mm-hmm. always what you do. I was just talking about that. You know, we we get so wrapped up in, mm-hmm. in the, the top layer. But you have to understand mm-hmm. that when you really, really, really get sit down and you get to know a man and and, and y'all start trans transporting energy. This is the thing. Mm-hmm. You can learn how broken he is and sometimes he could be so broken that he will break you. And and you have huh. to you have to be able to pay attention to that. Because I got a book called broken by be broken. Mm-hmm. See? People can be broken and when I say broken, I mean that you see that you see their insecurities, you see they flow, mm-hmm. you see those things mm-hmm. that they don't show other people. But sometimes a man can be so broken, and we get so wrapped up in we can fix him or we can heal them. But you don't understand when you place yourself in that position to pour into somebody that is not able to pour into you, you're going to break yourself Mm -hmm. in the process. And unless they're able to Mm -hmm. turn around and do the same for you, you're going to come back broken, more broken than you can in, trying to fix somebody else. Mm -hmm. And and it comes with so many layers that you have to pull back. And then so many white lies and, you know, a lot of my single friends, they be telling me stuff. I'll be, uh-uh, uh-uh, no, ma'am. Return that December. Send him back. <laughs> no. Uh-uh. Because, you know, by the time you feed and do all that stuff, you pull back the layers. It ain't a him or her. It's a shim. You don't even know what you're getting. Yeah. You don't. Yeah. You don't even know. I mean, you know. It, it just takes so long. You need to be doing more than that. You got to do background checks. You got to do credit checks. You got to do everything because people have hidden agendas, and they bring drama, uh-huh. and they bring all this stuff to to you 
and he around you, and they think before you know it, you hooked and in love, and you're willing to compromise, and it costs too much to be broken Absolutely. in 2019. It's not as, it's too expensive to be broken now. It, it, mm-hmm. it's too, it costs too much. And by the time you realize that you all broken all up, you shattered. Absolutely, because the thing is that uh, absolutely because he but he's really but the but the thing is that he really has mommy issues, and when you Mm -hmm. and and I'm not being funny, but he need his mama, he need his mama to nurture Mm -hmm. him and do some of the things that he's lacking, and so in the event that they don't have their mom, then they look for their woman to do it, but and vice versa for women, you know, you so you have Mm -hmm. daddy issues, you so. You so missing your dad that you searching for your dad in every man that you find, um, but you never find the exact same thing that you need. Mm-hmm. And the the problem that's with that true. is, go ahead. I said that's true because the only thing they're doing there is just building dreams and letting you down and breaking you, breaking people's hearts. And all these women are getting caught up in this foolishness because. You know, the mm-hmm. more you tell them, the more you write the books, they see it happen to their family members, they see it happen to their friends, and they still think it. Well, I just saw a post today saying, if you think you can change it, the only thing you can change is diapers. Child. They're still trying to change the people. And you can't. You absolutely you know. cannot. I'll have you back on for our Mind, Body, and Soul segment. This That's going to be a good conversation. I can't wait. I can't wait. Yes, I can't wait neither because that, that's interesting. I have a lot to say about that one. And I, I guess, you know, uh-huh. for the single women and single men too, because there's some men, some pretty good men out there too. For the single people, they really just need to look out for themselves and take their time and not rest yeah. because it's a lot uh-huh. of stuff out here. And what you see ain't what you get. It ain't a her, it ain't a him, it ain't neither. Yeah. So you just got to take your time and weeding thing, and feed because, you know, there's uh-huh. weeds growing up, and they're looking just like the regular flowers. Child, it's, it's rough. And the thing is, it's, they're not, it's not their responsibility to mm-hmm. feel you emotionally because you got daddy issues. It's not That's not their responsibility, nor yeah, is it their, really their problem. You got more counseling. And I wish that people mm-hmm. had more counseling and that it was more accepted in our community that it's okay to get help. It's okay to seek counseling. That's why so many of the kids and the parents are messed up because in our culture, it's just not the norm. It, it's not accepted. So I don't have a problem, you know. It's not me. But you're in a relationship and you're bringing the same stuff to your next relationship, all that drama and baggage. So it, it's just a lot that we, you know, and you would think in 2019 so much has changed, but it hasn't. If you look at the back, how the side chicks are just doing even more, it has turned up the notch. Hmm. Well, we are, well, we appreciate your, your time tonight, and we definitely will have you back in our Mind, Body, and Soul segment because this is obviously a topic that needs to be discussed from every angle that's possible to discuss it and the different just to get the different reactions from the various guests that we usually have on 
when we have those mm-hmm. mind, body, and soul shows. But uh, we thank you for joining us tonight. And uh, before you leave the chat room, please shout out your social media and any um, books that you have and where they can pick them up. And if you are planning to attend any events, where you will be. Okay. All of our books are on Amazon. We do have a new book coming out. Um, it will be released, I want to say, between Valentine's Day and the 20th of February. And it's called If It Still Isn't Love. We have book one. It's not a sequel. But If It Isn't Love, it's already out. They came out a year ago. And now we have If It Still Isn't Love. I've written that with two other authors from Design Creations Publishing. That's Carla Brown and Sonia Lartober. Um, we do have some events that we're planning on attending this year. It's just that I'm in school right now, and I'm trying to find time to stretch myself a little thinner. So um, I will let y'all know what other book events that we're going to attend this year. Okay. But well, thank Absolutely. you once again for joining well, us. Okay, I will. I'll stay in touch. And it was nice chatting with you all tonight. Same here. We appreciate you coming to spend time with us, because coming to share your world with us, share your mind with us, share share your home life with us. We appreciate you. And you and your authors are welcome here anytime. Okay, and they will be reaching out to you. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you. Okay, bye. Have a great evening. What a show, Lise. Yeah, we have fun tonight. We have fun every night. We have fun every night. We appreciate y'all coming to kick it with us. Again, make sure y'all head over to Spreaker.com and follow us. Chat. We're going to have our first Mind, Body, and Soul show this Saturday. Uh, we're talking about black women in media. We got some fabulous, powerful guests coming on the show. And so I am excited, excited, excited. Um, make sure y'all follow us chat everywhere we go, and we will see y'all next week. We were going to have a show tomorrow, but we had to cancel. The author um, had a family emergency, so we're going to reschedule that show for tomorrow. Um, so we will see y'all Saturday. Have a good night, everybody. Busting my tail on a nine to five. Keep up, try to stay alive Promise my lady we gon' be alright She be crying while she praying for a better life Hustling on the side for a bag of rice Gotta feed the fam, gotta pay the price Gotta keep trucking through this Georgia clay Okay, round two Name something that's not boring a Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. 
Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.